Tomorrow begins the new General Assembly, 102nd Illinois General Assembly. Every two years, you get a new session of the General Assembly, and, uh, well, today's the last full day of the 101st. You could still see some action into Wednesday morning if necessary, but it could be signy die. Uh, Wednesday afternoon uh, with uh, uh, the Speaker and the Senate President essentially closing out the 101st session. But the 102nd session, uh, a lot of prospects of what to deal with. Uh, joining us now is somebody who's fairly new to the legislature, Republican State Senator Steve McClure on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Steve, thanks for taking time with us this morning. And uh, you're new to the legislature. Uh, you've been in there for, what, a couple of years now? Two years now, yes. It seems like a lifetime. And the past year, uh, you guys have really not done much at all. Uh, give us a review so far of your time in the legislature. What's it been like for somebody uh, new to, to being uh, an, an official representing constituents uh, in state government? Well, number one, it's always an honor, and you, you don't ever lose the sense of awe when you walk into the building. However, after being in this in this office for two years, you just see kind of, a lot of really unfortunate stuff that happens. And, uh, you know, we're in the process right now of seeing some of that stuff being played out in the lame duck session where uh, we're seeing amendments filed at the very last minute, uh, unpopular bills. They change numbers. They quickly attach the same uh, language to a different bill. And so you learn about all these tricks that, that happen that really kind of make you disappointed in government. But at the same time, I've developed great relationships with, Democrats and Republicans, I have been able to effectively uh, do things to make, in some ways, uh, policies better. And in some ways, that's the only thing that you can do when you're in the super minority. But in general, it's, it's an honor. But uh, the more this kind of drags out and the less that we're in there, when we need to be in there, you sort of get disappointed in government. But I put up the good fight. I do everything that I can for my constituents. And, you know, it is what it is. State Senator Steve McClure joining us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed at 741. Uh, and we'll talk about what you hope to see accomplished in the new General Assembly. But what do you think's being left on the cutting room floor uh, for this General Assembly that uh, that wraps up uh, all of its business uh, sometime Wednesday morning? Well, we came in with the biggest pandemic in, in my lifetime and uh a massive crisis. We've got businesses shutting their doors. We've got a vaccine that needs to be distributed better. We've got uh, veterans' homes that are severely damaged. Uh, people are dying because of COVID-19. The same thing has happened at some of our senior homes. Um, and, you know, we haven't addressed it at all. Uh, we The budget that was passed uh, last year was massively out of balance in the, in the billions and we didn't address that. I mean, we, we haven't addressed anything. And instead, what's being being done right now is some of the most radical pieces of legislation that have ever come into that building, the Capitol, in our entire state's history, are being rammed through in a lame duck session at a time when we have so many other pressing matters uh, that we have to deal with that we're not dealing with. So... A lot's been left on the cutting room floor, and unfortunately, uh, I don't see that changing at all today. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. We, we could be in that building until 11.59 a.m. tomorrow morning when the, when the new General Assembly 
is going to be sworn in at noon. I mean, it's... Well, and that's what I'm anticipating. I'm anticipating uh, it's going to be a long day today with uh, a lot of very last minute uh, things happening with some shifts here and some shifts there. And I think you characterized it well earlier when you said that, uh, you know, a bill in in one form could be uh, given a totally different bill number. And then, you know, people are chasing around trying to find this this bill and trying to find the amendment and which amendment is it that it's actually uh, attached and so on. Um, So let's let's talk about uh, one one issue. I think you're you're highlighting here uh and we've we've kind of nibbled around the edges in the procedure of it but it's all coming together uh last minute uh we're talking with state senator steve mcclure on the wmay morning news feed at 743 uh and uh that issue is of uh the the police and criminal justice quote-unquote reforms uh that uh the 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 legislative black caucus is advancing uh what's going on here uh this is a large expansive measure that seems to be morphing and evolving uh as 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 the hour goes by yes and we're not seeing any actual language we're just being told oh don't worry there'll be an amendment to address that and the typical process involves going to a senate hearing and thoroughly vetting the bill, thoroughly vetting any amendments, and then it goes to the floor. It's got to be read three times, and and then we vote on it after a thorough debate, you know, and you let all sides talk about this and everything else. That's not happening at all. We're seeing uh, amendments filed in the dead of night. We're seeing uh, stuff that's probably going to go to the floor without being reviewed in committee. And, you know, oddly enough, in some ways, the media, certain members of the media are not doing their job because one big aspect of this bill, which is not being hit on enough, um, is the fact that it totally eliminates cash bail, and uh, it makes it so that if you are a a, rape, a a rapist or a murderer that has been accused of either one of those crimes, and after a court has shown that, has, has decided that by probable cause you probably committed this offense, uh, more likely than not, you still can't be held in jail. Uh, if you are just a danger to a com- to a community, you only can be held in jail if you are a danger to a specific identifiable person. So, if you're a father who murdered your whole family and all your victims are dead, you can be released uh, without having to post any bond under the the outrageous nature of the way this is worded uh, as a bill. So, uh, you know, someone who goes and does drive-by shootings, for example, you have to be able to prove to keep that person in jail pending trial that. Uh, no matter what the evidence is, that this person is a danger to a specific identifiable person. So if he's, go, if he's randomly shooting people, you can't specifically say who he puts in danger. So therefore, he would have to be released. This stuff is absolutely nuts. And you're going to hear, and, and I already heard, which is totally untrue, that in every case where there's been uh, cash bail uh, reforms, there's been no increase in crime. That is flat out not true even in states which were much more restrictive, like New Jersey. But in Chicago alone, which we've seen in the last year, a 50% increase in murders and shootings, after they passed quote-unquote bail reform, we saw a 45% increase in those defendants that were released from custody pending trial. Uh, they, they increased violent crime as well by 33% uh, for those people. And like I said, they increased um, just run-of-the-mill crime and crime in general by 45%. So this stuff is absolutely nuts. And our state has a crime pandemic at this moment, and we've got to address that. Instead, the answer is to empower people that are very dangerous and at the detriment to public safety and our victims. We're talking with State Senator Steve McClure here on the WMAY morning news feed, 746 now in the capital city. And uh, 
Senator, uh, what's your response to those in the Legislative Black Caucus that say these are reforms that they need, uh, that uh, no more slow walking? Uh, some of the uh, um, uh, protests we saw over the summer uh, driving a lot of the uh, uh, you know police reforms and the criminal justice reforms. Uh, what's your response to them? Well, I agree with them that reforms are needed. And you had the Sheriff's Association and all the law enforcement groups come up with a, a very big plan for reforms. I also agree that bail reforms be done if done the right way and uh you know that's that, that's the whole point of this if this is if this is important to the black caucus which it is then let's do this the right way there's nothing stopping us from uh in the regular session having hearings having thoughtful conversations i would be happy to participate i'd be happy to talk about what i learned as a prosecutor and and things that we can do because i don't want people to just be in jail because of their uh, ability, inability to pay. Nobody wants that. But people that are a danger to the public have to remain in jail uh, to protect us. And this doesn't do that. In fact, this opens the floodgates for all these people at a time when we're seeing terrible crime. In fact, the 2019 uh, statistics from the FBI uh, show that we've had four of our cities in the top most uh, top 50 most dangerous cities in the United States, including Rockford, uh, Chicago, Peoria, and believe it or not, Springfield. This is not the time to pass reforms that are going to cause that to spiral even more out of control. Uh, this is the time to do something smart and thoughtful and, and done the right way. Instead, this is in the dead of night. They're switching bill numbers. That just, Greg, that just shows you that they're not... Uh, they know they're trying to slip one by us. They're not trying to get this done right. And that's very unfortunate. State Senator Steve McClure on the WMAY Morning News feed. Finally here um, after Wednesday at noon, you guys are going to uh, be in the new General Assembly. Uh, you talked about some of the things on the cutting room floor uh, that uh, don't appear to be uh, being addressed. Uh, what do you anticipate happening with the new General Assembly? Will you guys address pension reform? Will you guys focus only on uh, a bunch of legislative hearings to delve into uh, the, the COVID-19 management or mismanagement uh what do you anticipate happening with the new general assembly that is largely going to depend upon who the speaker of the house is um and if it's someone who is uh i mean if it's mike madigan again i expect business to go on just as normal if it's one of these other candidates i'm, I'm open-minded i hope that there'll be some changes made because everything in the in the building has to go through the speaker of the house whomever that is everything from the senate everything from the house before it gets to the governor so that's that's going to be a big a big deal as far as you know hearings on the pandemic and stuff. My Democrat colleagues have not been willing to do that. They don't want to go against the governor. The governor is the richest governor we've ever seen. He's been very generous with campaign contributions, and nobody wants to go against him. And that's just the way. That's just the reality. But um, as far as pension reform, that's another thing. It's, that's going to have to be driven by the governor uh, because you know, they don't want to tackle that in the House or the Senate. And, you know, it's monopoly money at this point with our budget every year, which is just a detriment to our state uh, now and into the future. So let's just hope, Greg, that there's a new Speaker of the House that is reasonable and that person wants to start pushing legislation and reforms that this state badly needs. Let's just pray that that happens. If not, it's going to be a very bumpy two years. State Senator Steve McClure will definitely stay in touch. Greatly appreciate you taking the time with us this morning here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Congratulations on getting through the 101st General Assembly, and here's to the 102nd. Thanks, Greg.